Welcome to Alderman Farms Radio, where life on the farm is about to get real. And now, here's today's program. This is a podcast where we'll be uploading the audio from our weekly live YouTube shows as part of the Homestead Network. For more information, you can check out thehomesteadnetwork.com for a list of channels and showtimes, and we hope you'll join us on our Alderman Farms YouTube channel. Thanks for dropping in. Now here's the show. All right, we're live on YouTube. Let me say this right off the bat. If my if my internet crashes this week, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> but so far, so far it's all good. So you know, again, it's not bandwidth. We don't have bandwidth issues. We've got 100 megabits per second fiber optic, and uh, that's not the problem. It's just been awful timing. As soon as we've uh, gotten the show started, the last couple of weeks, you know, right shortly after we get the show started. Uh, the doggone internet has crashed. So, um, anyway, we are live on YouTube. We're live on Facebook. And uh, we've got two folks on, on Facebook with us. I see the, the folks are all coming in. There's Wee Tree, as usual. Hey, Jana. Uh, Bandana Grandma is here. Hey. Palmetto. Tina. Great. Thanks, you guys, for for joining us. The audience is building. Folks are coming in. Hey, Suburban. Um, Glad you guys can join us. Go ahead, Pat. You were going to say something? Yeah, mine don't show all the people that you just named on mine. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know either. I I can't explain that. Uh, I don't want to do this. Remind me tomorrow. Last time, that was another thing happened. Your dog on laptop, even though I told it to install updates tonight, oh. uh, which usually means like at midnight, yeah. it, it suddenly did it. So I said to remind me tomorrow. There's mother of many horses joining us. Hey, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you're just joining us, we've got a small group, 16. The numbers are coming up. Southern Dutchman. 17 good people are coming in so i'll repeat this again i I don't know what i'm gonna do if my internet crashes again right in the middle of this it it hasn't crashed all week since last week i'm gonna tape him up is what i'm gonna do tie him down yeah so (laughs) it it hadn't crashed all week once again it's not a bandwidth issue we've got 100 megabits a second uh up and down and i usually get anywhere between 80 and 90 when i do a speed test so it's not that um i just Keep looking over my shoulder. Yeah, the, that. The, the light is over there. So yeah, the, the router's <laughs> around the corner, and I keep looking over there, thinking uh, thinking it's going to be red. So uh, hey, Tam. You know what I didn't get any video of? What? Rain. Oh wow. I should have. I should have got some video yes. of the rain. Yes. Because we got some rain. Really, we some did. good rain. Yeah. Was that between? That, that was since last week, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Right? Wasn't that? Was that? uh, Yeah, it was. We were talking about how long it had been last week since we had rain, and I think we got rain Monday. I think that's right. Yeah, and we actually got a couple of yeah, yeah, a couple of days of rain, a nice, good soaking, and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, pleasant temperatures. It's almost nippy outside Mm, right now. My my hands are still cold uh, from being outside. I mean, it's not cold by any stretch, but it's nice. uh, Yeah. (laughs) There's Stephanie. Uh, cousin Stephanie has joined us hey, on Stephanie. Facebook. Hey, Stephanie. Um, but nice, mild temperatures anyway. Yeah. And like, and I think it was in the 40s. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, last night. Yeah, it's really, really chilly in the mornings, but daytime warms up to where, you know, I have on this little flannel shirt, and it's really okay, so. Yeah. But, well, um, what I was going to say was, because the temperature has been milder, uh, normally because of the way our property is situated, we're kind of up on a ridge. And uh, and so normally we can have a gully washer, and within a couple of days it's dry as a bone, and it's mostly dried out. But there's yeah. still moisture in the ground. Yeah, and there's still we still have a few mud puddles. Still have a few yeah, mud puddles. Yeah, we still have a few mud puddles, yeah. and also it really it's 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 so funny. The next day after the rain, uh, the grass started kind of greening up, you know, so because it's still you know of course yeah. it's not freezing here. Um, Palmetta said that uh, he's been getting rain all day today, so that's great. That's a huge blessing. Yeah. Oh. So, and uh, 
Anyway, but, our, uh, and it's been overcast it's, today. Yeah, it really has felt like rain today, and I really hadn't checked it. Um, I see Sandra. Hey, Sandra. Um, one thing that the rain has helped produce is when we, ha you know, my parsley has gone to seed, and yeah, uh, dill has gone to seed a little bit. Of course, I try and collect my dill seed, but you know, you can't get it all, and so we have. Uh, I found some more plants to transplant. We showed that uh, the tomato plants that I found and that I transplanted, and so yeah, we I actually. Have, um, um, let's see what you want to. The you talking about the the, uh, the boxes right there? I think it's right. I don't yeah. know which one it is. Yeah, right, right there. Show that. That's, that's this one. That's uh, it's all no, that stuff. No, that's that's it. That's not it. That's the that's the thing at the fence right here. Um, I think this is it. I don't know. We're going to show you several videos, so Patty can just talk through it. Well, that's our peppers um, that had really grown up in weeds and everything. I didn't think they were going to produce anything. The weeds have grown, got died down, and we still have peppers, so it's real exciting. And our uh, broccoli is doing great. Uh, Facebook, we're showing video on here, of yeah. course. But um, anyway, the... Uh, the broccoli's doing really good. It's not heading up yet. And I talked to my friend James Richmond. He's got some broccoli at the same time I did. Same varieties and everything. And his is starting to make heads. Mine's not yet. But uh, I expect it to. I went ahead and put a little fertilizer around it yesterday. So I'm hoping that I'll go ahead and, um, you know, get some growth. There's a little bit of uh, garlic mixed in with that in that broccoli bed. So I'll have a little bit of a harvest of garlic. I really want a bit of grow enough garlic to sell at the farmer's market, but it won't, I won't have enough this year. So, but um, let's see, that one that was the ground right there, I was going to say. I'm going to tell you what that is, but that's okay. Oh, okay, that's a tomato plant right yeah, there. This is, this is the ones I just took when me and Corey were going out there. But anyway, go ahead, you can go ahead and Try switch. Try this one? No. Oh, no, this one. This right here, um, Tommy's showing you, you see the little plants in the left-hand yeah. part of your screen? That's little parsley that I found on the outside of the box um, because my my uh, I had a real big parsley plant right there, and it went to seed. And I'm pointing to you right there, showing you where I've dug up the little parsley plants. That's why it's good to uh, start your stuff from seed where you'll know what it looks like when it's little seedlings. And I just dug them up gently and put them there, and I put mulch around them and watered them. And they're taking really good. I did that yesterday, so they're really looking good. I have another box. Um, I think he's fixing to show it on yeah, the film. Yeah, I was just looking at uh, the video that they're seeing, and it's also in my live preview screen. It's real choppy, yeah. and um, you but know, my... this is going again. I don't know where. There's the uh, other one that you showed. Oh right yeah, there. that's it right there. But this is another box. Um, that I, I found, I, that, those are my green onions. You can see them in the- uh, in, in the top part? Yeah, in the top part. And uh, to the very left is the tomato plants that I had transplanted. Right there you're seeing um, some dill that I found and two little parsley plants that are right there. Facebook can see how I try and point to the screen. Yeah. <laughs> when nobody can see. Yeah, you two people <laughs> can't doing. see us, they can see what we're showing. Those, yeah, but those are the tomato plants that I transplanted, and they are just taken off. And the ones in the bucket's not so great. But the green onions that uh, you could, you saw in the background were actually a strain from my pawpaw. Um, my Aunt Rosie still had some growing. You can see them again right there. Um, it just plays over yeah. and over. And um, anyway, so she uh, divided her... Um, roots and she gave me some and I got them planted so I'm so glad to have some from my papa boy and they, so they took really well they, they took off they really did good so and I'm real tickled about that check this check this out with the temperatures the way they are it's November y'all and this is a volunteer tomato plant growing up alongside the garden fence on the outside of on the, the outside fence, of the fence and there, oh, see, the CPU has jumped up to like 99%. But look at there. I have a little green look tomato. Look at there. We got a little green tomato. And, mm -hmm. and quite a few blooms uh, here in November. Facebook folks, if you'll click the link to the YouTube show and go watch this on YouTube, you can see what everybody else is looking at. And uh, so let me, let me bring us back up here and see. Um, 
maybe the CPU will calm down a little bit. I don't know why it's showing 99%. Let me make sure I don't have anything else running. I don't. I don't have anything else running. So I guess that's just a lot of video to be to be pushing through. And time for me to look around back over here again. Yeah. Make sure the Always light's green. That. I'm nervous. I'm a nervous wreck thinking that the internet's going to crash because it's done so every week for what two weeks in a row. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but, two weeks uh, in a row. Um, Teresa Dean, hey, by the way, um, basically said that it's talking about how they have a ban on all outside burning. We do too. And yeah. We usually burn our feed sacks, and we have a mountain of feed bags in the barn right now. Yeah, so probably, we're going to have uh, to find something. Um, I think else probably to do. if I stacked them all on top of one another, it'd probably be as tall as me. Oh, or taller. I mean, well, they're up, it's already taller than me, but they're up on top of that cabinet. Yeah, but you've you know? got some on the side, too. It's really crazy. But anyway, we're going to have to put some out for the garbage, I guess. But um, No, we'll so. figure something out to do with them. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I, I was hopeful. I guess they do those burn bands based on uh, the amount of accumulated rainfall yeah. in a certain period of time. I mean, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't feel comfortable burning them right now anyway because of the way the, the kind of paper it is. It just makes a lot yeah. of ash and everything so I and you know that's a regulation i can live with i mean those guys those those firemen they know what they're doing and I, right. I don't want to i don't want to cause anybody else harm trying to um you know burn something on my property even though it's my property and i ought to be able to do it you know i mean i guess that I, I can see that side but i don't have a problem with a burn ban i think yeah. it's probably uh Corey's trying to get your attention over there. um yeah <laughs> Look, speaking of those tomatoes, uh, is this where you got the other ones too? Yeah. Well, this is, we, Corey and I were walking out toward, and I'll show you in a minute. You remember last week we showed you a big tree, a huge white oak tree that had fallen on the back of the place. Mm -hmm. And uh, so in the early part of this week, Monday, we spent all day Monday back there uh, cutting it up. And so out in the pasture on the way back, there, not really pasture, but back, behind the barn uh, just just hither and yon every so often you walk and you say hey that looks familiar and it's a little tomato plant coming yeah, up it's so we, amazing we got these little tomato plants coming up all around and I don't, I don't remember if i got a shot of the one uh, there's one or two of them i mean they're, all, they're like eight ten inches tall and they got they got the uh, blooms on oh really yeah. i didn't see any with blooms there That's it is right there <clears throat> See those blooms yeah, at the top of it? Look at that. So we got these volunteer tomato plants everywhere. And um, so Patty said she needed to go out there and dig those up and tell them what she thought about doing with them. Well, actually, um, it's been uh, quite a few months ago. Tommy uh, came home um, from a meeting up at the Capitol telling me about meeting a man that has Old Brook Organics. And we're from Brookhaven, and so obviously he knew that it was, you know, near us. And actually, he's just a few miles from us in yeah. the woods. And so I was so excited. He's got high tunnels, and he grows a lot of ginger and turmeric. And uh, he sells to the Whole food store up in Jackson, which is about an hour from us. Anyway, so I hadn't met him yet, and we had our farmer's market meeting last week, which I'll tell you all more about that in a minute. But anyway... Um, he actually was there, and so I've, I was real excited to get to meet him and everything. I don't have a high tunnel yet, and I want a high tunnel, but um, I talked with him about um, maybe us getting together for the for the spring and, and planting some real early tomatoes in his in his uh, high tunnel, and he's real excited about that because he's not real experienced. He's looking for uh, different ways to, to make money and everything um, with, with the tomatoes. Not real experienced, I don't guess. Um, but anyway, so I think we're going to join forces and do some uh, spring tomatoes. But I had the idea when Tommy and I was talking that I first said, well, I might dig them up and put them in the greenhouse, but my greenhouse needs some work because the dogs have been using it for a doghouse. But anyway, um, so I thought about uh, bringing them over there and planting them there because they're, you know, they're a nice size. And like Tommy said, those, that one has uh, blooms on it. So maybe we can be eating tomatoes at Christmas. Yeah, that would cool. just be awesome. So I'm going to talk to him and see what he thinks about that. So that would be really cool. But I have to say this. Uh, I have, we have a great idea for those feed sacks. Uh, um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Suburban uh, Hibboy says they make great uh, liners for hanging baskets, which I really don't have a lot of hanging baskets. But uh, Echoes of an Angel says use them as ground cover to prevent weeds. Yeah. That's so a great idea. That 
will be awesome. That's a great idea. That's what we're going to do. We got tons. I mean, for a while we had all our neighbors are you know saving their newspapers. We don't get the newspaper. And, yeah. Uh, but so that's yeah, perfect. that's exactly right. Yep. So great idea. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. much. Yeah, always help us out. Um, Somebody asked what zone we're in. I have no idea. Eight, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I'm I don't terrible know. at keeping up with it that kind of stuff. Like the, it, She's the gardener. <laughs> seems like there's different maps and stuff for different things. I wish they all use the same number, so that's why I get confused. Yeah. It's like shipping zones and weather zones. It's all different. And deer hunting zones. zones and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, so isn't that terrible that we don't know what zone we're in? I don't know. We just... We just operate according to what our weather is. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, if we don't know if something will grow here, we don't look up a zone. We just call James Richmond or Rebecca yeah. at the county. Or look it at, up on the internet. Or look it up on the internet. You yeah. Know? So, sorry about that. Or maybe if, we're in seven. If Jared, I don't know if Jared's joined us, but if Jared jumps in, he's, uh, he's a, a stat geek. Uh, he knows all those statistical things. Yeah, he Jared, could probably Jared tell does. us. Or I think he's told us before on here. Danny Wanda can tell us. I'm sure yeah, what's yeah. on. I haven't seen him yet though. And if um, they tell us, we need to like write it down on the refrigerator or something. Um, who is that right there? Where? Uh, Texabamans Country Life. They asked what made us decide to do our garden in beds instead of regular ground and plowing. Well, we have we have done both. Um, there's certain things I prefer in the box. Um, I have put bush green beans in a box. I won't do that anymore because I'm scared of snakes and mm. you can't see in there. So I won't do that anymore. Um, I love my tomatoes in a box, peppers in a box. Um, I don't, I've done squash before. I won't do that again. It sprawls out too much. But um, anyway, and then I use traditional rows for, um, you know, corn and green beans, squash. You know, other stuff like that. But um, we're actually going to try and do the no-till uh, planting. It'll still be in rows and everything. It won't be in a box. Develop but, some permanent beds. Yeah, it will develop permanent beds like that and, and uh, see how that goes for us. We're really excited about doing that with doing uh, the layers of uh, leaves and mulch and, you know, different things like that. So it really makes a fine, rich soil. Patty, check my memory here. Patty is my memory checker because sometimes I don't remember things. Sometimes I misremember things. Sometimes I make up things I think I remember and we don't know where they came from. But <laughs> if, me, if my memory happens to serve me correctly on this, I think that we first were interested in box gardening through what used to be called, I guess it still is called, I, I don't know if people still do it, square foot gardening. I think that's yeah. the first sort of inkling about bot raised bed gardenings that we heard about and thought about. Yeah, and I just, I like the idea of, you know, having your, your soil, a nice, deep, rich soil, and then um, being able to plant things close together, get things in a smaller space. And then what I like about it is that the shadows of your plants crowd out the weeds. Right. And so it's not near, one, one, you've got to keep the weeds out at first, but we are going to do more mulching, which you saw in the video, I forgot to mention that. Um, we do have a little bit of a mulch pile out by the road and I uh, got mulch and put in that box. And it really just took two five gallon buckets to uh, do that bed. Really just one and a half. But anyway, um, so I'll do that right off the bat too to try and keep down the weeds this year. I haven't been as diligent as I should be with doing that. So I will... Um, hey, Brad. Hey, Brad. Brad Pope. So um, anyway, we'll try and uh, do a better job of mulching and everything. But it really does. It really is a lot easier. And it's easier on my back as far as... It's uh, easier on your back. I saw somebody who mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just, I sit on the edge of my box. And then uh, even if I do, I, I will kneel down. I got one of those little foam rubber thing, knee pads that you knee, put your knees on and everything. So I'll do that. Um, and it's just easier to lean over in the boxes. Yeah. And you can, you know, one of the things that drew us to the square foot gardening concept is that, you know, with a box no, no mm -hmm. wider than four feet, you can, you can reach... Oh, you know, over halfway from either side. Mm -hmm. and Well, especially me. 
with, with my long arms. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, well, I mean, you'd have a to have... A shorter person, I could just go halfway, yeah, but, but... I mean, you'd have to have Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. <laughs> even well, a, no, but even a T-Rex could reach halfway yeah. across, but... Um, but, you know, we've also learned, in fact, you may have heard us mention, I think as recently as last week or perhaps week before, one of the times when we were talking about this broccoli, is that as much drought as we've been in, as, mm -hmm. as little rainfall as we've gotten, which zero before this week. Yeah. The ground was still moist in those boxes. Yeah, I've water, I had watered them one time. She had watered them one time uh, a couple of months prior or something, or a month or something. I mean, it, it, it just... Oh, no, it took two months for me to have to water yeah, it. Yeah, it took two... Uh, okay, I knew there was a yeah. something about a couple of months. Yeah. So, it, it held the moisture, and then also, the soil never gets compacted. Right. Uh, because you're not putting... You're not walking around it and all that kind of stuff. And so, Patty mentioned about... Well, for example... Uh, there was some ragweed that had grown up into one of the boxes yeah. out there. Patty, her allergies were acting up. She asked me to go out there and get them out for her. And uh, so I did. And, and they just came right up. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's real easy to weed. I mean, I'm not going to tell you I grabbed them with two fingers. That would have been silly. But sometimes you can. But you could have. Well, I'm just saying, mm -hmm. I didn't go out there like this to pick them up. <laughs> I but, took pictures. But yeah, but I could have because they came right up. And uh just amazing. So... You know, we're pleased mm -hmm. with them. We'll probably put in some more raised beds. Yeah, and... I have space on the end of those for one big one and maybe a small one. I've been wanting to do just like a four by four box um, that we're going to add sand to to do carrots. Because yeah. carrots like a nice loose soil. And I, I, I don't just buy all my soil and put in my boxes when I make a new one. We till the ground, we rake it up into a pile, we build our box around it. And then we'll incorporate, uh, amend it with, you know, barnyard, barnyard stuff, manure and, and organic dirt. matter and yeah. things like that. Yeah. So, you know, um, anyway, so it'll have some of our soil mixed in with it, which we're clay. We have a lot of clay. Oh, we've got a huge clay content. So we've grown some cute, cute little carrots that <laughs> they're edible. They're edible, they but good. a lot of times they'll be like that big around <laughs> and that long. You know, and they just... And it's not because of the variety. They just taper. They're kind of shaped like a heart. Uh, not a human heart, but a Valentine heart, you know. And where they just come, or like a top that you yeah, spin, a top, like yeah. a top. And yeah. uh, it's because they, you know, when, the, when they're trying to get through. And I know eventually, because of like the Back to Eden principles and all that, eventually even the soil underneath is going to yeah. become more organic and loosen up. But... It would be nice to go ahead and put some sand in a box yeah. and make it deeper to start with. Right, you know, right. And uh, to give them kind of room to spread their legs, as it were. Mm -hmm. So um, I want to mention, too, because we, uh, we're talking about our feed sacks and using them as ground cover between our boxes. Um, we Tree did mention that be aware of the fire ants who love the coverings on the ground. And that is so true. Yeah. I probably will go ahead and put out some diatomaceous earth up under it. And I have, I noticed I have a few ant beds out there. Um, one thing about ants um, that my sister discovered, my sister Evie discovered, uh, staying here, up here at Mama, she comes and stays with her. Each one of my sisters take a turn each month. And um, hey, anyway, um, that she goes and throws the coffee grounds outside and she's been putting them on the ant beds. And she said, I don't know if it kills them or if they just don't like it, but the ant bed goes away. And she found it that it maybe had moved or whatever. And, you know, I put uh, my coffee grounds, I'll sprinkle them a lot of times out there in my boxes. And I really haven't had bad issues with ants. I've had a few. but um, We really hadn't. So I may just take our, our, coffee, our coffee grounds and sprinkle them. You know what? We need to try that because the, the, the empty box on, mm -hmm. on the end that I pulled the ragweed out, yeah, there's an ant bed I in it. I saw that. I sizable saw ant bed in it. So that'd be, I'd be curious to yeah, do that. Yeah, let's do that. Instead of doing the diatomaceous earth, let's put that and see. Yeah, just as do a test. Do an experiment. We'll, we'll video it. <laughs> we'll, do a, we'll do a video experiment. Um. And Suburban Hillbilly also asked, uh, did we process chickens this week? We most certainly did. Yes. We don't have... They're all dealt with. Well, they're not all dealt with. We don't have as much... Uh, you know, we just got some representative footage. And uh, Facebook folks are looking at a picture of naked chickens right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, we did. And, you know, we didn't rush ourselves. Um, we didn't... 
feel we didn't force ourselves to get them all done in one day. And we just kind of, because it was just Patty and I. And normally we have at least one more. And uh, sometimes we've had a couple of more. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when it's just the two of us, we had to develop a, a system. And I think it, I think we got to where we were doing two every, it took like 10 minutes to do two, yeah, right? Yeah, 10, 10 to 15 minutes. 10 yeah. to 15 minutes to do two. And that, and that's, that's from catching them <laughs> to being finished processing yeah. one. And uh, so what... Uh, what you're looking at now is uh, the previous photo was just some of the ones that were that Patty had extra. We 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 kept them in an ice chest in ice water for about four days. About four days. I let them to let them age and tender up a little bit, and then uh, we had, and Patty was very pleased with how much how little additional cleaning she had to do because uh, the process is you bring them in as a you know four four at a time uh to the sink yeah and um and and re-clean them and yeah and and she commented several times that boy they you know we're getting better at this because she didn't Mm -hmm. have to do very much additional cleaning and uh so the picture the last picture you saw was her you showed them the bags uh yeah last last week. week We talked about it. Was yeah, it last week it was last week. So you know we do have we did shoot just a little brief video. Facebook mm-hmm. folks, sorry about this. Click the YouTube link. You can go see this. Uh, you won't have time, I guess. But uh, just a, here's a little snapshot of us. I'm gonna let that replay because it didn't start right at the beginning. It's only 15 or 16 seconds, but it shows how neat those bags are uh, that use heat to shrink up around that chicken carcass there it goes watch that heat as it pushes the air out it's got a little zip tie around the mouth of it and uh, you know once i'm satisfied that the air is out you pull the zip tie tight and look at that looks like a store-bought chicken. i mean it's just it looks better than a store-bought chicken but <laughs> <laughs> the packaging looks like that of a store-bought chicken these yeah. these things are remarkable and we love uh, i'm gonna try and experiment with some of them with uh vegetables because I really think especially if you blanch your vegetables that they're on that's in the water you know one two three four five six seven you're zipping it yeah you know so that, that may have been counting a little too fast so you know seven eight seconds that's not going to hurt anything in no the, that's in right water. And, and these bags what was it 190 degrees? yeah I was, was going to say these bags the instructions said to get the water at 190 degrees and here I'll go with my memory again I'm almost 100% positive that the previous... We got these bags from a different source than the the last batch we have. I'm almost positive that the previous batch uh, said 170 degrees. But Well, but I ordered them from a different place this time. I know. You were reading. Yeah. I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you this. It, it's difficult to maintain that temperature exactly, you know, because those chickens are coming out. They're cold. and uh, Although we got pretty good at it. But I, Patty may not know this, but there were quite a number of those chickens bagged at 170 degrees. It worked. I mean, mm-hmm. it, um, it just hot enough to, to do whatever it does to that bag that cause it to shrink up uh, around and yeah. push the air out. And uh, so it worked really well. Mm-hmm. And we made deliveries. We didn't have to take up freezer space mm-hmm. for any length of time. We did. Right. Have, we put some in the freezer. Uh, some we delivered that day or the next day. Um, yeah, some that evening, huh? Some that evening, yeah. Yeah, yeah that evening. Um, so we still have 15 birds that are sold that we have to process. But, y'all, we're we're only going to get to keep, like, I think, eight. Yeah. No. If that Wait a minute. Be. Yeah, I think eight of the chickens. We're going to end up with, I think, seven. I, well, I've tried to count them out there. There's 18 or 19 left, and 15 of those are sold. Yeah. And so um, maybe it's a little over 10 but to keep. But so. the good news is we have other chickens that are slated for the freezer. Yeah, that... we didn't. We haven't gotten to We told them about the Beelyfelders in the Delaware. We haven't gotten to those yet. We went ahead and tried to go ahead and deal with our, get our customers' chickens to them. Cause yeah. we, I like them to have them before Thanksgiving in case they want to have them yep. for dinner. And we're so. going to do, we're going to do uh, a, how many turkeys? Um, two turkeys. Two turkeys. Thanksgiving and Christmas turkeys. And, and we um, need to be thinking about doing like Saturday. Yeah, like Saturday. Yeah. 
And um, so that'll be interesting, uh, trying a turkey in the chicken yeah. plucker. Uh, it'll just be one at a time. We'll yeah. be able to go in there, but it, it ought to be it ought to be fine. But um, so anyway, we had very productive uh, processing time. Um, so y'all have heard me mention. Any questions about that before I move oh, on? Well, I did want to uh, mention too that we did have Corey help us. Um, Saturday True. afternoon. That's exactly Saturday right. Morning. We did. He Saturday, morning. Saturday morning. That's right. So. He did. He did. And uh, so we did what? 50 in two days, roughly? Just round ballpark. I guess. Roughly 50. Maybe just shy of 50. Yeah, it was a little less than 50. I think I've counted 40. I yeah. think it was 40. And that, we didn't work all no, day. And we had that. other things to do. And like I said, we just kind of took a leisurely pace. We stopped yeah. at lunch and uh, took a break. Um, uh, one day, that break took the form of a nap, even right. And uh, oh, but we, yeah, but we didn't even start back, did we? No, we, our plan was to start back. That's right. And our plan was, was to start back, and we just decided to take a nap instead. What was what was so funny? I rested. It was a good nap. What uh, what was so funny though is uh, Tommy and I worked on some Friday, and what we thought we had done. How many do we think we did? Did we think we did twenty? We think we did 10. I can't even remember. 20. It's all running together. 20. Anyway, we actually did 22. And so I was pleasantly surprised about that. And then um, when Corey was helping us uh, Saturday morning, then he had to go to work by noon. And so we took a little break and had lunch and went back at it. And we ended up getting, I think, 20. Uh, I don't know now. I've lost count. I don't know. I don't I do think, math. I think we did a total of like 25 or... 30 that day. We had outdone oh, no, ourselves. Like 28. Yeah, each time it was more than what uh, we thought we had done. So I was very excited about that. So yeah. All right, nice. there, there's, some, there's some YouTube comments, and I've got uh, uh, our, our buddy Brad Pope has is, is joined us on, is on Facebook, and he commented that the best tomato crop he's had was in five-gallon buckets with rocks in the bottom and loose medium soil on top with holes drilled at the rock line. Interesting. PVC pipe was ran to the bottom of the bucket, filled with water until it ran out of the holes. Oh. Bottom watering worked great for us. We live in a clay area. Sally and I are going to try to try that square foot gardening. That's, uh, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. I, I like that. But I have, that's one of the issues with the tomato plants that I've replanted in the pots out there is that um, I feel like the soils are being waterlogged right now. They're not growing like the tomatoes in the beds are. And I, I feel like that's the problem. Yeah, probably Is so. that they're waterlogged. So if I had those rocks in the bottom and the drain holes like that, that would help it tremendously. Yep. yep. Um, let's see. Let's, the question is, is if you have a high clay content, what's the best way to get the ground really plantable? Well, from my experience and from what I have seen uh, in different types of soil and everything, the best thing to do is to use mulch covering, leaf covering like that and let that decompose on your ground and that is going to really turn your clay into really workable soil. Yeah. So and you're not going to be tilling that up if you can just let that sit there, you know, dig through it, plant in the soil, in the, in the clay, in the, in the dirt. Of course you might would want to do some manure or something like that, but um, now there's some fancy smancy modern agricultural technology you may be able to employ however uh, that's exactly what i was going to recommend you know you cover it with organic matter and mulch and let god do it and it'll just happen now the bad news is you got to wait right um but um, you can actually you know if you've got a clay base and you have the opportunity and the means you can like especially in a in a box area you you can uh you can short circuit not short circuit but shorten the time if you can build it up with uh compost and organic material and mulch or whatever and you can plant in that mm -hmm. and otherwise you got to wait you know because it's a process that takes time but You'll see improvement in in the first year. Yeah. Well, and two, whenever you when whenever you say you plant like you normally plant, and then you come in and put your mulch covering over it, what's going to happen is that's going to start amending your soil right then, and then um, it's also going to protect your soil because when when we keep plowing and plowing and plowing, it you know it's not it makes it nice and aerated, but it, then it's going to compress down. 
And yeah. so by putting that covering on, and then the ne next year when you get ready to plant, you're just going to want to pull back your covering, uh, make your trench, plant your seeds, or plant your plants in there. And look, go take a walk in the woods and just look and see and dig down a little bit and, and see what's there. That's what you want in your garden. That's what you want in your garden. It's you amazing. Know, it's sticks, it's leaves. You know, yeah, and it's, we it's and in fact, I, I started to do this and do a video on it and just didn't. Um, but prior to when we got our rain last week, I meant to go out in our woods and dig down and do a video on it and, and show you how moist that ground yeah. still is under that mulch cover that's been in, in out there in the woods uh, mm -hmm. for so long, undisturbed. God knows what He's doing. He's been God. He's been God a long time, and He's good at it. And uh, it uh it's all about the covering so yeah. uh, tina asked if those were rangers or uh cornish mm -hmm. and those they these are these are freedom rangers and and we uh again correct me if i'm wrong we had something happen this time that's that i don't think i've ever seen happen is that one of the reasons not just because we didn't want to do them all at once one of the reasons why there's still 15 out there is because they they didn't all grow uniformly. Uh, yeah. We had some that were considerably bigger. Um, you had carcass weights. Do you remember? I'm putting yeah. you on the spot. You had carcass weights, even from the ones we did butcher. And I may have made the mistake of grabbing some some of the smaller ones. But you had carcass weights that ranged from what? Do you remember? Yeah, the biggest one would have been about five and a half pounds, and that was the norm last year. I was freaked out because, you know, they were so, so big last year. Um, these grew the same amount of time. I had some that were not even three pounds, or yeah. right at three right pounds. Right at yeah, three pounds, right Just at three pounds. Just a couple. Pounds. When he first started grabbing, because I told him grab a rooster and a hen, yeah. because I didn't want to get, I didn't want to kill all the roosters and, you know, not the hens. I wanted to have a variety, but then after that I said, quit, just grab the biggest ones. You know, and so we still had, I had a lot of them that was just four pounders, so. Yeah. Now, I looked at them good today, and um, most of them, I think, because you had mentioned, you know, we ought to do some, and I'm like, no, they're not ready. And uh, I looked at them today, and most of them look like they're ready. They're ready, good. But do you know there's still a couple? I know that little light color there's one. A, well, that's not the one I was talking about. There's a darker color one, too. The darker color one that I got in my mind is the smallest one of the bunch. Wow. She made me a midget or something. You know? <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, I don't know, but uh, it's uh, she's tiny, mm -hmm. uh, especially I mean, she may not be as tiny as I think. Mm -hmm. The others just may be catching yeah. up faster than her, but I don't remember that happening, right? Look who's here. Oh, my goodness. Looks like, uh, hey, Sonia, oh, talking to our Facebook friends. Uh, oh. A high school, I, I didn't mean to say old, Sonia. Oh, uh, y'all mean hitting for <laughs> A young high school classmate. In, uh, <laughs> and in, I have uh, an old classroom classmate. Yeah, Steve. Hey, Steve. The big show. Steve Shelton, everybody, is in the house on Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, so I, uh, the, I know the chat has been lit up over here, and I'm sure. Yeah, There's I, Cheryl Duga. Hey, hey, Cheryl. How's the pigs? Um... Yankee, that is dressed white. That is completely, I have brought, and, and look, that's my little, uh, I brought my little kitchen scale out there, which is not, you know. Not the real, certified scale. Yeah, one. not certified. But um, anyway, when I was weighing them up, because we have to put the little uh, stickers on there with their weight and everything. With our certified yeah, scale. Yeah, with our certified scale. And yes, it, uh, it that was the correct, you know, that close enough. I just wanted an idea out there. And um, but yeah, I was I'm very disappointed. And we're we're gonna try um, and do Cornish again. Yeah, we, we are. are. Tommy had put his foot down a while back and uh, said we are never doing those kind again because we we had a batch that just it was just really bad. And, and it part of it was probably our fault. We probably didn't restrict the feed like we should have. Um, but uh, I talked to Jana um, at Talock Farms and. You know, they just did some, uh, I think it was this year, um, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Jana, correct, and put on put on the chat um, uh, the numbers you got. Because I, I think she said that they got 51 chicks and only lost one. And so, you know, that that's a great, 
that's a great uh, well we did that's success you know with with the Cornish and the, so I'm, I mean we may try you know we're gonna, yeah we are we're I, 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 I'm ready the, the the first batch the first time we dealt with them we number one we didn't know what we were doing yeah. um, we, we we had no idea about uh, free range and you know that kind of thing right, so, that's true. so that's one thing we didn't know what we were doing and the yeah. second thing is we got those from uh, from LSU they came from a university <laughs> setting you now know, those are actually that's the first ones we did those did good it was when we lived here when we lived here, we had some. That's when you said, no, we're never see, doing those again. There goes, you don't talk about my memory. There you go. I don't have any any memory at all of having Cornish hens here, Cornish rock. Yeah, here. we had them in the, uh, remember the brooder box that you had made that was up off the ground? Yes, I do. That that helped me remember. <laughs> see, now, you know, that's what I do. I conflate memories. I, I was thinking that that was together. in Louisiana, that those, uh, their leg, they just outgrew themselves. They yeah. outgrew their, their body's ability to hold them up, and it was heartbreaking. Hey, Wanda and Danny. And uh, these big old fat things just laying mm, around like, yeah. feed me. They all look like Jabba the Hutt with white fe feathers. You know, it was it was awful. Hey, Cheryl says the pigs are great. And she's loving my pigs. She's loving my pigs. Yay. Yay. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. On Facebook, Steve Shelton said we need to do a couple of beef calves. Well, it's been on me. Yeah, but that ain't going to happen. I'm going to tell you, that ain't going to happen until until rain comes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we ain't got nowhere to put them. Well, tell, Steve, we need somebody to plant grass for us. Yeah, you come up here. Well, it ain't make no sense planting grass right now. but And water. You have to bring a water yeah, tank, Yeah, you have Steve. to bring a water oh, tank. Oh, he could bring a fire truck with him. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He could water from the road right there. That's exactly right. Bring your fire truck up here. and. Uh, yeah, as soon as you get the fire truck up to water the grass seed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. we're, He's been on me for years to do that, the beef cow. Yeah, I know. Hey, Sally on Facebook. All right, what else is happening over here on YouTube? Gosh, it is 5.42 I know. already. You better look and see if there's any videos. Yeah, well, He's got a, he told me, he said, we've got more videos to show. Well, it's not all that many. I don't know if we... They've did, seen the peppers. Did we show them the peppers? Yeah, Y'all just seen, look at that. They've seen the peppers, but isn't, isn't that, that not pretty? I mean, that just looks like Christmas. <laughs> Facebook folks, you, I think I put this photo on the Facebook yeah, page uh, with the peppers. I just wanted to throw that now. Also, YouTube friends, yeah, you have heard us mention uh, Tommy Nettles, our cross the street neighbor. Oh, you who, showed him the picture of the tree too. Who? Yeah, I did. The, who is the best neighbor in the universe? You wonder why I say that? Here's one example. <laughs> that's the giant tree. <laughs> that's we showed the you giant last tree week. that. Uh, and yep, that's the bucket of my uh, tractor, and it's not extended as high as it can go. But uh, Tommy came over, and we spent all of Monday uh, back there cutting that tree up. And we had a few hairy moments. I'd rather not go into that because Patty don't know about most of them. No, but, uh, I, I didn't even go back there. Oh, no, she couldn't have been back there. No. She couldn't have stood it. No. And I thought about video and, in fact, told Tommy I was, but it, I'm glad I didn't even attempt it. He you know? was a nervous wreck. I can't imagine Oh, yeah, how I was I a nervous been. wreck. My, my knees were weak. Uh, this is actually not one of the times when I was nervous. No, that uh, don't make me nervous looking at that picture. You know, but uh, you got to do what you got to do, right? And so uh, we did that, and let me see. Let me find that? my... I'll show you in a minute. Oh. Yeah. And so here, uh, Facebook folks, you haven't seen this. We're kind of, I'm just showing what we did, all, what we got um, cut up and drug up to sort of a central bunching ground. We couldn't, and then I, now I got to decide what I want to do with it. Do I want to try to drag these monsters? I can't drag them. I'll have to cut them in this one. The video does not do justice to to how huge uh, these trunks are. And they're massive. They were, I've got, my, my tractor's 35 horse, so it's not a monster. Tommy's, I think, is a 35 horse, maybe 40. And for some of these pieces, he had to attach his tractor to mine. And, uh, of course, we, we had to come up a steep embankment to get them to where they needed to be. And uh, I can't drag those all the way home. There's, there's too much. On flat ground, I probably could. Uh, that'll give you an idea about how that you know there's Corey, the baby boy he was out planking a couple of squirrels and like i said he's six two and uh you know so that you know that thing's higher than his knees 
and uh, he's going to walk over by that that other big piece to just to give you an idea how big big that thing is. I mean, look up to his waist. And so we we got we have got some firewood. Somebody guesstimated, I think, last week on the YouTube show that it probably three three plus cords of wood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I think somebody agreed with that estimation when I put some of the photos or or on. Um, on Facebook and so it's a bunch but what I'm thinking about doing is my wood splitter is uh, it's got a, a, a tongue on it I, I may hook it up to the Polaris bring the wood splitter over there yeah, that's a first good thing I gotta do is fix my chainsaw I need a new bar on my chainsaw it's boogered up I'll get hopefully get that tomorrow and then just go ahead and cut it into the sizes we need and I might split it up over there I think that's a good idea. We can uh, put it on the trailer and just haul it back. Just haul it back that way. So I don't know. Yeah. But and before we left, before we get through, I'll help you do it. You will. Mm -hmm. Good. I like working that splitter thing. Oh yeah, that's that's good. So our critters were happy to see me yes. coming home with this. <laughs> uh, I've been uh, having difficulty. Uh, my normal uh, old old family friend, who's not very far from here, is my normal hay connection and. I uh, hadn't been able to get in touch with him, and so we were looking for hay. I figured I was going to be paying uh, just out of the nose for hay, and um, we found some higher than blah, 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 but I, I found this guy, and I'm hesitant to say how much he sold this far because I don't want nobody else to call him. That's not but, nice. No, $30 a bale for this. It's Bahia, and this was kept outside. He had some, some that he stored in the barn that he was charging um uh, 40 far and um they but the critters were happy you could see on that facing side of that hay bale that we put out i got four of them and uh they, they've already started to chew it and it's marvelous i've never dealt with any of this wrapped by that plastic stuff but it's so tightly wound and and it's not falling apart yeah it's really nice and a uh, big boy uh coming to check out me see what i'm doing there with that camera and um he thought he had feed yeah he he wanted to tell everybody hey so i i videoed him just a a, a little bit more but <laughs> uh, but there's uh here's a video of honey and henry it looks like my cpu usage is up to 100 percent, so that video is going to probably be choppy for a minute but uh honey and henry were diving into it just a few minutes later this afternoon when i went out there to film it and uh so I was very happy to get that. And, uh, yes, I, I really thought we were going to have a hard time. And I thought you called, this was a third person you called and got hay. Yeah, third person I called. So. And it couldn't be couldn't be nicer. I may actually go up there and get some more yeah. this coming Saturday. Now, I know I don't know if anybody's familiar with cattle, but you know, I know you can kind of see the honey's, oh, yeah. uh, honeybees rib lines there. And sometimes we've caught in grief about being able to see honey's ribs i got news for you that's a jersey cow she is a dairy cow and she is fat yes, compared to what uh what most jerseys look like in fact i will I, I i dare you to go to google and google prize winning uh uh jersey dairy cows not a bulls but cows and compare those to to ours, and and she you can tell good. ours is fat, you know. And uh, dairies dairy cows are are skinnier; they don't have mm -hmm. a whole lot of fat. So, hey, Brenda Collins asked, "Did the CST come with the hay? Is that what that ring is called?" I don't know. What you talking about? Is that that red ring thing? We call it a hay ring. Yeah. I, I, the I CST. CST. I don't know what that means. I don't know what CST is. Somebody tell me. Uh, Steve Shelton said he'd barter uh, splitting wood for vittles. Hey, that might oh, work. Yeah. Come on, Steve. <laughs> Come on, Steve. I don't know. I That's got a lots big of joke. vittles. I, got, I don't know, Steve. We'll kill, we'll kill some of them pigs. Yeah. Steve, you need some pigs. You haven't been seeing us talk about, we've got a lot of pigs. A lot of a pigs. A whole lot of pigs. A whole and, lot. And I know we would probably give one. We'd give one to his fire station. Yeah. You, he needs to come up here. You need to come up here, Steve. Steve, you come up here. We will butcher a pig, and I will donate it to your fire station. Yes, we sure will. How about and, that? And you can cook it for them. And you so. can cook it for them. How about that? Is that a deal? 
Uh, all right, let's see. Patty, you look over the comments. I think that's all the video yeah, that I, I have. Yeah, I think we got everything. Oh, I did want to show them this one more time. Oh. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, not, Kat. But. Oh, that must have been a... <laughs> she meant to say cat, oh, cat. not uh, Oh, I forgot about the cat. <laughs> I didn't see the cat. There's but... a cat on top of the hay bales. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I didn't see it. No, no. We have our own. We don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Facebook fans, I'm showing you... I'm showing everybody. They're seeing a picture of Duke in the Polaris. If you, if you follow us on Instagram or on Facebook, you've already seen this. Our giant 100-something pound Anatolian. I go out to the barn and... Uh, when I feed in the morning and in the evenings and I back the Polaris up because some of the animals are away from there and I put the feed in the Polaris and go drive away. So I'm coming out of the barn to get in the Polaris and I look up and there's Duke just like saying, hey daddy, can I drive? <laughs> you know, so he's, so, he's so fine. He's such a fine dog. But anyway, while Patty, while you look through the comments, mm -hmm. let me do my due diligence that we've forgotten to do. Oh yeah, you saying that, that we're we're you know you're watching us on YouTube as part of the Homestead Network. Uh, I know we tree will be faithful to put this link, thehomesteadnetwork.com/showtimes, or you can just go to thehomesteadnetwork.com and click on Showtimes, and there is a schedule for the entire week. Um, I don't think we have somebody on every day of the week, but there's a whole weekly schedule there. And there are shows uh, from Homestead Net the Homestead Network members uh, at, at various times. We've got some folks that come on uh, sometime in the morning, uh, midday, some of them. Uh, we've got some folks that do various shows throughout the week. They'll have, uh, for example, Big Family Homestead, who comes on right after this. They also do a daily, it's a, a type of de devotional kind of little Bible study in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, Go for Green Living, who I've seen in the chat. Hey, Go for Green Living. Um, uh, has been doing a, an awesome uh, aquaponics on, the, on a budget kind of tutorial thing in the mornings. And then they've got their weekly live show. So right after us today is Big Family Homestead on YouTube. And then, unless something has changed, then uh, uh, Tommy at Off Grid Nation after that, followed up by uh, Jared and Jennifer over mm -hmm. at uh, J and J Acres. And so uh, you can you can get your homesteading uh, fix right on YouTube by going to thehomesteadnetwork.com. And on that list of showtimes, each of those shows that's listed is hyperlinked. It'll take you right to their channel. That's right. That's right. So, Steve answered you. Oh, let's see. Man, I didn't know that. Big Dog done got promoted. He's not at a fire station. He's at headquarters. Well, he's even got more people to cook he's for. He's a safety he needs... officer citywide. Yeah, but you he can't. He needs more people. You don't need to be dragging a hog up to the headquarters, probably. They, they, they wouldn't know what to do with it. Mm. All them administrative people. That's true. Hmm. Oh, well. Okay. Anyway, the offer stands, Steve. If you If you can make it work somehow... Uh, just let us know when it's yours, all right? Yes, we got plenty of pork. Yeah, plenty, plenty of pork, lots. So we've only got like seven minutes left, Patty. Catch us up on some comments, maybe, or uh, questions coming from. Uh... Um. Well, um, I think we've covered everything, Tommy, as they came up, come about. But I wanted to tell them what the new thing is that I'm I'm looking at, into. Oh, before you tell them about the new thing you're looking into, tell them about. The thing coming up right around the oh, corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, uh, I, I mentioned that already that we had a farmer's market meeting, and we're going to be having a Thanksgiving market, just a one-day market, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. And um, actually, if there's any farmers in our area, we are looking for other farmers, not craft people. We don't do crafts at our farmer's market, but farmers uh, that have any produce to sell. For, at our farmer's market. It looks like it's going to be a nice one. Uh, we're going to have a beautiful day. So it's going to be the 22nd. So yep. we're getting geared up for that. I've got to get my sourdough starter going and where I can have my bread ready and my cinnamon rolls. And I'm going to do the video on cinnamon rolls when I do them for the farmer's market. Yeah. I promise. I promise. Well, I still got videos to edit. And yeah, Wintry said light your fire. I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of fires. Yeah. We might need a fire tonight. You think? I think so. We might need a fire at the wood stove. How did Texas know? How did you know that? I didn't tell them. 
Oh, well. Hurry up. You've only got a couple minutes to, oh, our to tips. talk about. Oh, tips. Edward said he loves our tips. Is it t- oh, do we, need, do we need to make more nope. tips? Got one coming out in the morning. I need then, ideas. then we need to make some. I need ideas for tips, so send them to. For the quick tips yeah, videos quick tips. That, we cut, that we do on most Mondays. Yes, yeah, send me ideas. Yes, it is quail that I'm looking into. I'm excited about that. Um, a friend of ours, um, Joelle, came and got her chickens. Uh, and Steve, that's our Joelle we went to school with. Um, anyway, the other day, and she said she would love to be able to get quails from us. She has to order them off the Internet. So, anyway, so I'm looking into that, not just because Joelle wants it, but um, because we've actually we've kicked it around many times. Many times, you know. Yeah. So, um, it as, like, as they say in the South, we've threatened to do it a number of times. Yeah. <laughs> so, I really think maybe come spring, maybe that'll. Uh, you know what I'm still thinking about? Pigeons. Pigeons. I don't think I want to do pigeons. I don't know if I could. You know, I mean, you eat them as babies, and although they're the ugliest babies you ever looked at in your life, uh, if you ain't ever seen a picture of a baby pigeon, it is nothing. Only it's a face only a mother could love. <laughs> But, uh, you know, you do some research on the, the nutritional quality of squab, which is what you call the, the young pigeon meat. And uh, it's like off the, it's not off the charts, but it's like higher in everything. It's like higher in all the good stuff. And I just don't know if I could do it. I'm a softy, you know. And even though they're ugly, it'd be like putting them out of misery, but kind of. <laughs> but, they, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. It'd be tough, but... I don't know. I've thought about it. But, yeah, we've kicked it around. We kicked around the quail. And mm-hmm. so, we, you know, Patty's kind of on it hot and heavy, so that probably means we're going to do it. Probably Reckon, so. Yeah, probably so. So, let's see. We are down to our final four minutes. Uh, yeah, Tina wants to know if we can get a farm grant for the high tunnel. Well, you know, we, yeah. we've... Um, we tried. You know that we've got... Uh, You've seen our video, I guess, about the fencing that we got through the NRCS, the Natural Resource Conservation Service, and uh, that was a grant that we got through them, and also through them, we applied for a high tunnel, Mm -hmm. but apparently, everybody else and their brother also applied for it in our region, or however they divide that up, and we didn't make the cut uh, this last cycle, but we intend on... uh, we don't intend on our application stays active yeah and so the next time money comes around hopefully uh, we'll get in on that and you know i'm that's one one reason i'm really excited about working with uh mr jesse at Oldbrook organics is that he already has a high tunnel so i can get some experience with dealing with a high tunnel and you know stuff like that so we've had some different classes i have um i don't know if you took any of those classes at the no, I think I mean, that's where we had to divide and conquer yeah. and go to uh, different but, so, classes. I mean, I think it'll be really cool to have one. Um, let's see. Um, wow, Cajun Homestead worked at a game bird farm three yeah. years as a kid. Um, Yankee want to know how much room do we give our rock crosses? You know. We don't have I, any yet. Y- you know, when we did them a long time ago, I know. We kept them in the cage at one time. Yeah. We didn't have many. That's, I don't know that's where we before got those. we. That's before we got saved. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, we didn't. Uh, I just don't. I really don't remember. I don't. I, remember. I, don't, I just don't remember it's that. It's been part. so long ago. Like if it's but. before day before yesterday, you can forget it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. But. In Texas, says thing about dove and quail. Never thought about dove. Hmm. I don't know. The, the thing I'm concerned about is uh, with the quail is having to process them little suckers because, yeah. you know, I told Patty, I said, boy, we can put a five-gallon bucket of them in the, in the chicken plugger. <laughs> and she said, no, you, uh, you can't they... put them in there because they're too small and, and it'll tear them to pieces. And so I said, man, you, you mean we got to process each one of them? Well, no wonder they go. What You found them on the Internet for how much? Well, I think it was like four fifty a piece. Something like that? No, I thought it was like yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. It's like eighteen. It was eighteen nine. something for eight, almost twenty bucks for four of them. Yeah, processed, you know, and I, and so. Oh, that's what one thing I wanted to mention about. We were down to one minute though. Uh, the processing of the chickens, it wasn't all just over uh, when we got through getting them in the ice chest and bagging them. Then I had to deal with all the innards and all that stuff. And so I was so glad to get all my stuff in the freezer. 
what, yesterday, day before yesterday. So. Daniel at Gopher Green said he can teach us everything we need to know about greenhouse growing. We may take you up on that, but we yes. don't have time today. So yes. Facebook, we'll stick around another minute to say goodbye to you. YouTube, see you. Get out of here. Go to Big Family Homestead. Yes. And Thank y'all so much for watching. Remember, so whatever, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do, do all, all to the, the glory of God. God. Hey, thanks for joining us today on Alderman Farms Radio. We'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at radio at aldermanfarms.net. And don't forget to find us on social media. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And our address is Alderman Farms. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll talk again soon.